that last car that we was towing, she paid it. He said he'll drop it back down because he like he'll get paid regardless. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and I'm your host, Mark Scalia. Welcome, everybody, to 2017. <laughs> we made it. 2016 killed everybody. <laughs> and one last victim, Mariah Carey. <laughs> it's not my fault. The sound isn't working. Well, it spilled coffee on my face. I don't know. <laughs> it's just craziness happening there so if you're listening to the show thank you you're listening one of three ways you're listening through my website markscalia.com and check out more of that site you'll find out where i'm going to be playing these stand-up gigs and things like that and there's some videos and some pictures and a lot of fun things and i'm adding more and more all the time so thank you for being a part of that if you want to be part of the live chat because that's how we broadcast everybody we broadcast live Click that box that you're listening to, and it will shoot you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com, and then you can be part of the live chat. You can sign in using a Facebook address, and bing, bang, boom, you can be online with one of my lovely listeners, which there are many of them tonight, So, and they're chatting it up already. They're saying hi to each other, everybody knows everybody, and that's how that works. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live... Although we would love for you to listen live because my analytics love the live ratings. But you can't listen live. We've we've got your back on that one. After the show is broadcast live, it is slightly edited for time. And then it is uploaded to iTunes and becomes a podcast. So you can listen to it at your leisure. <laughs> and I, I tend to crop out a lot of the crappy stuff I talk about anyway. So that's how that works right there. So I'm still adjusting some levels. There we go. So we're here 2017. And I was thinking about changing up the format, doing something a little different. But you know something? I'm going to keep it going with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. So it is 2017. Everybody knows that. We're a few days into it. Four days, actually. Four days into our brand new year. And I want to go over some things. First of all, let me bring you up to speed. Past couple shows, Ebenezer Scrooge was hosting. Now, I was I was busy. I was working. And he was, you know, he was more than happy to take, well, happy. I don't think I really want to use that word. But he hosted the shows in December. He hosted one. And uh, Kim Santo, uh, one of my listening guests right now is online and she was a guest with him and she played some games with him and i don't know i don't know what happened but the next week he said i'm not doing a guest and we had no guests so uh, i was coming in after the you know working the trolley and he ran right past me he stuffed a bunch of money in my wallet in my uh, my coat and then ran out the door and he had a big smile on his face which was weird so i listened to the podcast and apparently he was visited by some ghost. Ghosts came into my house. I didn't know that. Why ghosts? I don't know. They were just there. So, yes, Ebby, uh, yes, give my regards to Ebby. Yes, and I think he didn't mind me calling him Ebby. He's very happy. Oh, yes, I saw Captain America has Civil War. Yes. Well, now they're talking about, I'm, I'm talking about my happening now monologue. I'll get to all that stuff in a minute. But, yes, he was very happy. And apparently the ghost said, come to the show. Not goats. Ghosts. Ghosts. Yes, he was visited by ghosts. And you got to say it like that. Ghosts. 
Just <laughs> say that. So if you get a chance to listen to those shows, they're actually very good. I listened to them, and they were very, very good. I was surprised. <laughs> so what did Kim say? Yes. Uh, oh, no. They're still, now they're talking about red wine. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not being. Well, he's back. I. I don't know. I'm still broadcasting. I don't think. Uh, maybe it's your Wi-Fi. You got to check on that. It's not our turn to watch him. <laughs> Is anyone else losing Mark? He's back. He's not. I'm gonna edit all this shit out. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway. So that's uh, that's the past couple of weeks as far as the show goes. As far as personally goes, well, of course there was Christmas and Christmas Eve, which was really nice. I spent Christmas Eve with my family. And then uh, Christmas Day, we spent with Karen's family. And Karen's mother wasn't feeling too good that day. So we all went over there and we helped out and uh, we cooked and uh, we had a bunch of drinks and then we opened presents and it was it was fun. It was a lot of, it was very, very fun. So Christmas was fun. Then, of course, I had a few days off, you know, and then prepping for New Year's. And I was, uh, I was up at Pat's Peak in Henniker, New Hampshire, on New Year's Eve, and it was an early show. It was an 8 o'clock show. We were done by 10. I had done it last year, and it was very good. And this year, it was actually much, it was it was good as well. There were more people, actually, which was a lot of fun. And I got done at like 10 o'clock, and I drove home because it's only about an hour and a half, an hour 40. But there was some snow going on. There was snow like 10 minutes away from the ski resort, and it was like, it was a little tricky. Let's <laughs> put it on. I'm like, oh, no, 2016 is going to get me. <laughs> but it made it through, and then it's literally as soon as I got to, like, Manchester or something like that, it started turning to rain, and then it was, like, downpouring. So so that was uh, that was my New Year's. And speaking of New Year's, <laughs> Mariah Carey, what the fuck happened? I was in time to watch that. <laughs> Fucking that. Like oh my airpace my airpace there was a lot of controversy about her lip syncing and stuff like that and we were uh, I was actually over my in law as actually my brother in law's house and and we were talking about that and his both his son his son goes to Berkeley and his daughters very uh, they're all musical and they're in bands and they sing and they do all this stuff they're all musical people so we watched the video and you know the complaint was well why is she singing why is she lip syncing and. I mean, I come from a different, I come from the other side of the camera. So my thing is producers won't take chances. They don't want live performances. They want you to be live, but they want everything as a backup plan. They want to lip sync and, you know, because you can always sing. But certainly if they get the record playing behind you, a record, if they give the, the, you know, the song playing behind you, then you can't screw it up that badly. Apparently you can't screw up that badly. But Mariah Carey said, oh, my earpieces might warrant work on a monitor's. So, which a lot of people have questions with because the dancers kept dancing. The dancers kept on dancing. So, don't know what happened with that at all. It's just weird. So, and that's, and of course, now it's like, well, I blame the production. There wasn't a rehearsal, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Everybody's like getting up in their face, which who cares? I mean, seriously, who fucking cares? Somebody gave her a show in Vegas? What? I, apparently she's i think she's gonna be on tour with lionel richie and you know he sings live he doesn't fuck around but anyway let's put that behind so of course this weekend i'm kind of chilling out but i'm gearing up because next weekend is the salem comedy and spirits festival the 2017 and this is our second year doing it fantastic the comics are just ridiculously funny i've got like three or four comics from new york I got some returning comics that all but like two or three comics could come back and they're going to be in the festival too. I've got a couple of local people that are really funny up and coming, really funny comics, just, just amazing, amazing comics. And the ticket sales, I actually, since I started the show, I was doing some show prep tonight. Since the show has started, I have actually sold an additional like eight tickets since I've been like in the past three hours, which is great. So, just so you know, let me move my mic. There we go. Uh, it is Thursday night at Far From the Tree, uh, right here in Salem. It's the first show is How You Like Dem Apples. And there are, it's about halfway sold now. We still get about maybe 20 tickets left, and that's it. On Friday night, Laugh Hard at the Speakeasy. That's at Deacon Giles Distillery, where they make their own rum and gin and their spicy rum. Oh, 
amazing, amazing. Matter of fact, I may go down in between the breaks and I may get a little bit of rum. And, <laughs> so, but that's going to be on the Friday night. We've only got about uh, 20 tickets left for that as well. And then Saturday night is at Finn's Restaurant upstairs where we're doing stand-up up there. And it's the best of the fest. It's the best of last year. And if the comics are hanging around, we're all going to have a lot of fun up there. There's going to be like seven, eight comics performing, including myself. I'm hosting the shows. And it's just going to be un unbelievable this the weekend. So if you want to get tickets, you got to get them quickly because by the time this show is a podcast, it will be over. So spread the word because we'd love to sell out completely. That would be great because last year was a complete sellout and well, I was a sellout. <laughs> Hopefully this show will be sold out as well. So, so that's what I got going on for the Oh, and I bought new boxes to put all my Christmas stuff away in, which is, uh, my wife is actually doing that right now. We went to the container store to buy containers. And you would think in a container store, you'd walk right up to what you fucking need. Because it is, big sign, container store. I went in there going, I don't know, these fucking, these boxes are the right size. <laughs> fucking container store. They have, like, literally millions of boxes and containers and drawers and, you know, compartments and shelving, and I can't find what I'm looking for. <laughs> what is this? The next 10 callers, in addition to get tickets, get a ShamWow. Fuck you. <laughs> Bow! ShamWow. You're making me crazy. You're making me nuts. There you go. So, so we finally got, I just said, look, let's just get it. And the problem is we have to put it up in the attic. And the attic is a strange configuration because of the way the roof is and the rafters. And the, it's just so strange. You can't get anything typical. And my thing is I want to get boxes, but I want all the boxes to match because none of the boxes match. And I remember growing up as a kid, we had boxes. And the only reason we knew they were Christmas boxes is because they said Christmas on them and they were cardboard. <laughs> it's And now I'm like... I, we just got translucent boxes with a little frosting, you know, frosted boxes, and you can just get it. So the container store is expensive. It's ridiculous. It's $12 for a plastic thing. And what I'm going to do is I would like to have a container store that you walk in just like you would anything else. You want a piece of wood? What do you want it as? You make it or you cut it. And you said, I need a container. I need a 15 inches by 12 inches by 32 inches, a specialty thing. And what you do is you have this thing and it just goes and it just like squishes the, it either squishes it or it heats the plastic up and you bend it and then you bend it, bend it, bend it, boom. And then you cut off the top and you customize a lid and bing, ba bang, ba fucking boom. You're done. You're done. Bam. You're making me crazy. So there, slop chop. It's <laughs> pop, pop. There you go. That would be the next infomercial. But we have those containers. And, of course, my wife's going crazy because she's like, I'm throwing them all away. And I go, but I, we can't have room. She goes, I don't want it. We're going to turn it to hoarders. And she says, we don't have a house big enough to hoard stuff. The house is so fucking small. If if it was hoarding, it like you just normal day-to-day -day activity is like hoarding in this house because it's so fucking small. We trip over the cat and that moves. Uh, yes, my brother says the Christmas boxes in the basement. I remember that. Yes, we remember the Christmas boxes. We had the big one that had the tree in it, which was like a giant cube. And then we had like two or three other ones that were never labeled. They were, and just stuff was in it. And I remember dad always tried to, my father, he always tried to put um, everything in the right thing. Like the ornaments are in one box, lighting is in another, and the tree is in another. And that's what it was. And now my wife, she's going to organize all this stuff and... I don't know how she's going to do it. But all I know is that as long as they fit in the attic, I'm fucking happy. Anyway, it is New Year's. Now, I want to get to this before I get to break. It is New Year's. And I think I've done this a couple years. And I've had some guests on. As a matter of fact, Kim was, I think I had uh, fan appreciation. And Kim and, and um, my wife, Karen, were on, on, uh, in, on, on the show. We talked about resolutions, about what to do. And I actually found a really cool thing. The name of the show is New Year's Irresolutions, which is a real word. Irresolution. Which means, oh, it, why don't I just play it? It New Year's Irresolutions. Irresolutions. 
a lack of resolution, lack of decision or purpose. I have the best New Year resolutions, if I can get to them. <laughs> oh God, she's back. <laughs> so these are the New Year's irresolutions. <laughs> yeah, irresolution irre is a thing, but irregardless isn't, apparently. So that's how it works around here. So these are the resolutions that everybody, of course, does. And this is the new one. I just researched. These are what everybody's trying to do in 2017. Start a meditation practice. <laughs> when? When would you do that? Learn something new each day, which doesn't sound very difficult. But if you think about it, we have something like, you know, 50,000 years or 100,000 years of human evolution, and now we have to learn something new. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's going to work. Well, it might. It might work out. Uh, pick up a hobby. At first, I thought I said hubby, and then I, my eyes were bad. But yes, pick up a hobby. Should all my lyrics be forgot and never come to mind? <laughs> that's fun. Eat fewer calories. That's how you do that. Write a business plan. Move more. <laughs> it doesn't say how to move. Read more books. And they actually specify actual books, which I would encourage because I like the feel of a book in my hand. Be more grateful. <laughs> I'm trying that. I've actually tried that. Uh, but I've, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not great at it every day, which is the next one. Stop procrastinating. <laughs> Set aside one hour a day to achieve your dreams. What? <laughs> An hour to achieve your dreams? I mean, I'm assuming it's like step-wise. Like if you want to, you know, become a doctor, the first hour you would spend looking online at schools. I would hope something like that would happen. Anyway, become more confident. I don't know. <laughs> Before, be, be more conscientious. Fuck that. <laughs> Increase your charisma. <laughs> That's a real thing. Try to be more charismatic, they say. Increase your IQ, which I don't know. It, that would go, if you're learning something every day, that would normally happen. And then you can also increase your emotional intelligence. <laughs> Learn a new skill. Really? You got all the other shit in front of it. Being grateful would be a skill for me, I think. Bring more peace into your life. Doesn't say what kind of peace. <laughs> be kinder to yourself. That would be being peaceful, I think. So. Create a positive attitude. Well, that would be start meditation. See, a lot of these things are redundant or say the same thing or repetitive. Strengthen your personal relationship. And it says ship, not ships. So apparently, you got to pick one. <laughs> make more, make less list. Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? All right. Um, tame your monkey mind, which I've heard that before. Like a monkey mind, like you're all over the place. You're doing too many things. This will help. Keep a journal. That's what it says, which I have a journal. I actually, I started it a long time ago and I haven't, I haven't finished it. <laughs> Take my monkey, tame it. <laughs> Take my monkey, please. Oh, tame my monkey. Oh, tame. I don't know what's going on with that. It sounds dirty when you say it like that. You want to tame my monkey? <laughs> it, it sounds dirty. Travel. Yes, travel is one of the New Year's resolutions of 2017. And, of course, volunteer, which this is the first time I've ever seen that. Volunteer, which doesn't say volunteer for what, just as volunteer. So, um, you know, don't volunteer for ISIS. That wouldn't be the kind of volunteer because then you're going to break a lot of the ones that I just read. So speaking of broken resolutions, these are the ones that people always set and they always break. Lose weight and get fit. Theoretically, if you didn't lose weight and get fit, then you'd be dead. So, dear diary, to today I touched the boob for the first time. It was awesome. I don't know how women have them. I would touch them all the time. I would be like, I don't. I wouldn't get anything done. I really wouldn't. 
I have a hard enough time leaving myself alone. Let's put it that way. Anyway, moving on to broken resolutions because it's going to get weird. Quit smoking. Learn something new that gets broken a lot. Eat healthier and diet. Get out of debt and save money. (laughs) Spend more time with family. Travel to new places. Be less stressed. One through seven are going to stress the fuck out of you. Volunteer again. And I've never seen that. I, I really haven't. I don't think I've ever seen volunteer. And then drink less. These Those are the ones that get broke. Now, here's a good thing. And we're going to do this and then cut to break. This is the way that you can achieve some of your New Year's resolutions. This is the way you can do it. You commit to doing less of some things so you can do the important things better. Does that make sense? So if you commit to doing less of some things, then you'll have more time and then you can do other things more. What is it? I want to volunteer to drink more. (laughs) There you go. You can achieve two at the same time. So here's what you do. You make two lists. You make your to-do list where things are you working on today, this week, this month, and anything you're actually working on. So it's a list of things that you can actually do. You know what I mean? Like you can actually do these things. Then you have your second list, which is your someday list, which is lower priorities, it uh, low priority projects that you know that you can't commit time to and that you've accepted that they won't actually get worked on until someday in the future, which could be never. So essentially the second list is doesn't fucking matter. But it's one of these things that it keeps your optimism up. And I actually had this conversation with my wife. We are going to start something called the five and five, or at least I'm going to do it. And I talked to her and we, we can't commit to the five and five. I know I can the five on five. So these are my five goals in the next five months. One, get through the Salem comedy and spirits festival at a minimum loss or actually break even. (laughs) And I think I can do that. The second one, I want to work for at least one more agent that I don't work for, somebody brand new in the next five months. Three, this would be kind of the same thing, but not really, to work in a different club, a different venue, to work out of state or somewhere that I've wanted to work for something like that. Four, I want to do something different on this show every single week or every single time I do it. I want to have something Something I have to actually write, which I did this that I started today. I started writing it, you know, and I actually wrote these things today. And then it'll t- consist of a pre-produced bid or blah, 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 something like that. And the fifth thing is supposed to be my wife is supposed to give me a goal. Petition Webster to make irregardless a word. It is a word. Irregardless is a word. It's just not a very... It's like a bastard word. That's what it is. And the fifth goal is, again, my wife is going to set up this thing for me so i don't know what it's going to be but hopefully it is and if not then i'll set up my fifth goal and it'll be something something i think it's something that wanted that would really scare me something that that would seem like really impossible like have seven thousand dollars worth of savings or five thousand dollars in five months which would be really tricky but it would be something that would really extend like you know so that's my list so it's kind of the same thing i'm describing so And here's the other thing I I actually read, which I've never heard this term either. It's called use happiness triggers and learn new things to make the most of 2017. So here's the thing. You know what? um, And I didn't think this was real. (laughs) They called microaggressions, which I used to think it was a bullshit term. But then I started looking about it and it's technically what you know what it is. It's sarcasm. It's sarcasm, and people have given the equation to mosquito bites. Now, the thing is, some people get bit by mosquitoes a lot, and some people get bit by mosquitoes not at all or very infrequently. So the people who get, to me, a mosquito bite is a pain in the ass. And if I got attacked, which I've been in the woods, and I used to work outside, so I'd be attacked by mosquitoes constantly. And what you do is you have to develop a tolerance to it. Because if a microaggression is a mosquito bite, which they say it is, and if people get a, you know attacked by mosquitoes all the time and then one day they fucking snap it's not the mosquito's fault it isn't because the mosquito is just doing what it does which females are the only one that bite by the way because they need blood for their babies eggs and all that but if you're going to get bit you have to figure out a way to deal with it 
whether it's one time or a hundred times. And if it's and it's going to stress you out, you just got to figure out a way to just deal with it. So microaggressions are the bad things, and happiness triggers are the good things. So try to figure out how to trigger a happiness instead of trigger somebody's you know microaggressions. I guess. That's my bit of optimism. Now, of course, it's day four into the new fucking year. And by, you know, six months, it'll be like, fuck these people, fuck them. So right now, right now, what is it? I want to read all the comments because it's funny. Some people are addicted to being offended and or outraged. Correct. Hence microaggression. Yes. It's Zika. <laughs> Zeke. <laughs> I'm going to express how offended I am and make zero effort to cope with it and move on with my life. <laughs> Do the best we can, man. Do the best we can. Because some of us didn't make it out of 2016. Some really talented people didn't make it out of 2016. Have fun. Get in there. Do that. So let's do this. Let's take our first break because I went way long on the opening monologue. And we're going to take our first break. When I come back, I'm going to play a game with you guys. You are listening to Radio Irregardless. I'll be right back. From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage and songs were 9 out of 10. However, since 1993, modern-day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax. Hey guys, this is Jess Miller. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. I'm on the toilet as we speak, so welcome, listeners. Not really on the toilet, but I figured I'd just say that anyway. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. That was Jess Miller. She's going to be making a comeback to the 2017 Salem Comedy Spirits Festival. I just ran upstairs. I started talking to my wife, forgetting I had a fucking show to do. <laughs> oh, And, of course, I got carbonated water, so that was, that's pleasant. So every 15 seconds, I'm going to be like, burp, burp. Anyway, I know that during the break, you heard this United Saxophone Usage of America. I know that. But last week, apparently... Last couple weeks, Scrooge has been playing Sounds Like Sax to me. So I'm going to save that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a game with you guys and see if you want to play. You want to play? You want to play a little bit? How do you take direction? How do you take direction? Yes, the 80s took a beating. David Bowie, George Michael, and Prince. Yes. George Michael, what the fuck happened? It just, that was on Christmas, right? It was, oh my God. So weird. Just anyway. So let's forget about that for a little bit. We're going to play here. Now, Now, how do you take direction in this game where I play you a, a clip of a movie and you have to guess the movie's director? I can hint. I can give you some hints about it. Now you're playing with uh, all my listeners are playing against each other. So let's try this out. Ooh, how do I want to start this? Hmm. How do I want to start? Oh, I'm going to start with this one. Here we go. 20. And remember, you have to guess the director because you know it's the sag it's the sag awards coming up which i've been watching my wife and i we've been watching all the movies like at home we watched arrival really good i did not expect it to be what it was and because i'm not a big amy adams fan by the way um but i thought the movie was very good uh, completely very uh hidden figures amazing movie what else did we see uh da, 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 i can't remember but we got fences in the in the mail today she got fences but with fences on you know we can watch it through itunes and we can watch jackie and all these movies that we normally you know that are still playing in theaters we get them oh and of course there's manchester by the sea which you know i don't know if i want to see it because everybody's like it's the best movie ever 
It's like the best movie. It's Casey Affleck's best movie. I'm like, well, that's not hard. <laughs> it's Casey Affleck. That's like saying, it's Ben Affleck's best movie to date. Well, that's not fucking hard either. It just isn't. Like if DiCaprio, you know, DiCaprio's one of those. Well, even Matt Damon. You know, it's Matt Damon. Even <laughs> Which The Martian was so good. Anyway, what's this? Oh, my wife saw La La Land, and she absolutely loved La La Land. With, uh, what's her name? I forget her name. Mm. All right. So, let's play How Do You Take Direction. Here's the first one, guys. Almost 40 seconds. Don't you understand English, you useless piece of shit? No money, none. Let me tell you something. You think you're suffering right now? Huh? You got no idea what suffering is. If I don't get the cash in one hour, this kid is dead. I don't get my son back, and I mean real soon. You better kill yourself. Because when I catch up with you, I'm going to take my goddamn time. By the time we're finished, you're going to wish you weren't born. I'll have your head on a fucking pike. You understand me? Fuck you! I'll fucking kill him right now! I want to talk! You kill him! You kill yourself, you motherfucker! Give me back my son! Hello! You want, you want him? him? Yes! You, you want, want him? him? Daddy! Ah! Oh, Jesus! Ah. <laughs> That's a comedy by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> no, it's not Martin Scorsese. Oh, no. No, it's not Scorsese. First of all, get some movie. If you guess the movie, you'll get it. It's got a bunch of crane shots, which is famous for this director. He loves his crane shots. That was Gary Sinise. Yeah, it was Ransom. Yes, who directed Ransom? No, not David Ellis. Who? <laughs> O.P. Cunningham. O.P. Cunningham. No, Mel Gibson did not direct. Director of Stakes on a Plane. <laughs> Every fucking week you, mean, you manage to get a Snakes in the Plane reference. What the fuck? Uh, my wife isn't even playing. She's just, she's omitting herself out of this one. Come on, Opie Cunningham. Come on. <laughs> Ron Howard, yes, correct. There we go. I am a director. There you go. There's the first one. All right, Jiminy Crickets. That was like pulling teeth. How about this one? This one's easy. You know the three most successful robberies in the history of Vegas? Number three, the bronze medal. Pencil neck grabs a lockbox at the horseshoe. He got two steps closer to the door than any living soul before him. Second most successful robbery, the Flamingo in 71. This guy actually tasted fresh oxygen before they grabbed him. Of course, he was breathing out of a hose for the next three weeks. That is Elliot Gould. Goddamn hippie. That is Elliot Gould speaking, talking about robbing a casino. It is Elliot Gould, yes. Elliot Gould in a movie. Elliot Gould hasn't been in a movie in, in a while, in a modern movie. And this movie's actually uh, 10 years old. Casino. Talking about casinos. Yes, not the movie Casino. No. Talking about Rob in a casino. The movie is close. It's not Ocean's 13. Not Ocean's 13, the first one. No, not 12. <laughs> There's only one left. <laughs> it's Ocean's 11 is the movie. Who directed Ocean's 11? I would say if you have a scotch and one of these, and if there was in the thing that hit the Titanic, <laughs> get it? Not of the rocks. Not really. <laughs> really? Going once. Going twice. Steve Soderbergh. Well, that's the closest. Not Berg. It's a different spelling, but I'll allow it. I am a director. That is correct. All right. That's the second one. This one. Chris, okay, so, so far, I think Chris has two. And no, you can't split the points. Yeah, Chris has two. Let's see. David Ellis, Mel Gibbs, David Ellis again. <laughs> yes, Robin, Ron Howard, Chris got, and Chris also got Steven Soderbergh. So, Kim, you might be drawn dead, but see what you can do with this one.
It's so tough. <laughs> it's tricky without any voices. You missed. Okay. <laughs> it's, it sounded like two monsters beating each other up. Then it. Yeah. It's two monsters beating each other up. But he said you shouldn't hit people. No, not Jurassic Park. No, it's it's more of a kind of a I don't want to say sci-fi. It's not really sci-fi. It's kind of a comic book movie too. It's not Spielberg. Nope. Um, I'll tell you the movie. The movie is Hellboy. That's when he's fighting with that creature in the subway when he smashes through and he picks up the phone and he has to save the box of kittens and he does all that. So. So that's Hellboy. Who directed Hellboy? It's a Hellboy. <laughs> Come on. You've never seen it? Really? They have two of them. Golden Army, I thought, was a little better than the original. There were some holes. There's always holes. Tim Burton. No. No, Tim Burton didn't direct that. Come on. Actually, the guy who got, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Hellboy was in the movie Blade, which this Blade 2, which this director directed. And he, everybody said that the guy playing in, um, in Hellboy couldn't carry a role. He couldn't carry the whole movie. Ron Perlman, yes. Ron Perlman, they said that Ron Perlman couldn't carry a movie. So he put him in there. To see how you know how it would play with the studios, so Ron Perlman Perlman did carry Hellboy. Come on, he also he's known for he's very uh, he's like Spanish these Spanish. Uh, well, he did almost a horror movie, but it was like a um, oh let's say I'm trying to think. He did like it was a Spanish movie about this little girl who got lost or something, and she go. Guillermo, I'm glad you said it. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. Is it Guillermo? You know something? You got it right. I am a director. <laughs> yeah, he did Blade 2 as well. That's right. So those are the three. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm through my water. <laughs> I got to go get another one. So we're going to take our second break. And we come back. Hey, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to play a little game with you guys again. We're going to see what happens because I don't want to talk anymore. I just want to play. You'll listen to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. I've got a surprise for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? And Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. Oh, Sally. She's Bill Sweet. She got everything. And what the Chinese? What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new To Catch a Predator. You're one ugly motherfucker. Hey, this is Dan Gilbert. You're listening to Radio Irregardless featuring Mark Scalia. Uh, why? And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And guys, that was another one of the Salem Comedy Spirit Festival comedians, Dan Gilbert. So funny. He's coming back. I'm actually, I booked him for another show that I'm doing in Western Mass coming up in February. Such a funny guy. And it's just, I, I, I there's just so many talented people on the on these shows. I'm so lucky to have them this year, and I've changed the format a little bit. That's why I'm losing a little bit of money because now, like last year, it's things are structured very different. But you know, and I was able to make a little bit. Why not make money? I fucking I didn't lose as much as I thought I would. 
Let's put it that way. But this year, yeah, we got um, on the Far From the Tree, How Do You Like Them Apple show. Um, I'll be emceeing that show. Well, technically, I'll be introing that show. I've got Nick Crowley, a local guy out of Boston, Scott McLaughlin out of Southern Mass., Shelly Coleman out of New York City, very, very funny woman. And returning from last year, Mark Turcott and Andy Lester, Friday night at Deacon Giles Distillery. Again, I'll be introing that show, but I got a local guy, Alex Giampapa, Dale Cover out of Rhode Island, and Erin McGuire, another very funny comedian out of New York. She's hysterical funny. And then returning to Drew Dunn the aforementioned Dan Gilbert. And then Saturday night, is going to be me again, intro in the show. I got returning comics Danny Rathbun, Jess Miller, Pete Wallenack, Ryan Chaney, Tyler Moore, and Kristen O'Brien. It's, I, I mean, all these shows are going to be amazing. And it's, it's not like one show is going to be better than the other. My thing is, I'm going to be at all the shows, so I get to enjoy all three of the shows. And it's one of those things that I was going to try to offer discounted tickets. But, you know, if you want a discounted tickets, talk to me. We'll work something out. Because I may have a few tickets left at the door. So I may be like, nah, let's do them all. If you want to buy all three, I'll do two for one. Buy two, get one free. I'll work that out there. We'll do that. So that's what I could do. I could do that. But you know what I really want to do? I really want to play a game. <laughs> I love playing games. So yeah, Scrooge played a couple of these games. But he did Christmas edition of Sounds Like Sacks to Me. See, so here we go. We're going to play Sounds Like Sax to Me, but no more Christmas edition. Oh, wait a minute. What is this? Oh, I never got rid of those. Or Scrooge, Scrooge did not. Okay, he screwed up a lot of stuff. Here, these are really good ones this week. Let's try this. How about this one? You'll never get this one. Only 20 seconds. It's, it's so hard. I heard that in like a like a Target or something, and I went, oh, my God. I put my phone up, got the Shazam, because I couldn't even ID it. Yes. And that's just the sax hole. I'll play it again. Really tricky. That, isn't that trucky? Let's see. Something by Christopher Cross. No. Major Tom. No. No, it's real tricky, guys. Real super trick. It's super tricky. Get, I want to play it for you one more time to see if you can get it. Because it's really... Muzak. What is it? Major Tom Muzak. No. No. I'll play the actual song. I'll try it one more time. You're going to go crazy when you hear it because you know exactly what it is. No, you're not going to get it. You're just not going to get it. It's too, it's too obscure. It's super duper obscure. I'm just going to play for you. You know what it is? It, the band is called Double. Which I didn't know that at all. The band is called Double, and the song is called Captain of Her Heart. Too long ago, You've heard it. Yep. See, now you know it. That's the name of the, Yeah, that's the name of the song, Captain of Her Heart by Double. Double. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have to try to start figuring out, um, <laughs> give free sample again, because that was just, that's so, like, it's bizarro. All right. How about this? So you didn't get that. Oh, so wait a minute. So nobody got that. Okay, moving on. So, okay. So who's got, uh, nobody got the first one. No, that, yeah, that's the first, yeah, that's the first one. Nobody got it. 
<laughs> you may get this one. Try this one. Fifteen seconds. <laughs> I'll do it again. Oh, I love it. I love it. It now you would think it sounds like a Michael McDonald song, but it's not. So don't even type in Michael McDonald. I'll give you. Come on. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I'm lip syncing to Mariah Carey. I'm good. I'll play it one more time because I really love the sax part. No, I'm not strap dragging my heart around. But it sounds that way. It's another one of the obscure songs. All right. Nobody got it. Oh, my God. Did I stump everybody? I fucking... This never happened. I've never stumped the audience. It's Ambrosia. You're the only woman. You're the only woman that I'm dreaming of. (laughs) That's two for me, none for you. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Yes, Bizarro. Oh, I should play the most obscure saxophone solos. This one's easy, though. Yeah, you got to get this one. Okay, that's all I'm going to play. Because if you don't get this, you are. (coughs) No, you are. Billy Joel. Yes, it is Billy Joel. And what's the name of the song? <laughs> you may be right, Kim. It, is Kim right? Uh, Kim is right. You know this game sacks, man. Yes, and Chris also got it right. Karen's not even attempting it because she's bagging some Christmas gifts right now, bagging things. That is Billy Joel. You may be right. Kim said, I better damn well know my Billy Joel says this Long Island chick. Wait a minute. You're from Boston and then you're Salem. I don't even know where you're from. All right. Let me tabulate the scores. And when I come back from our third, is it third break? I don't even know. Yeah, we're going to take a third and final break. When we come back, I'm going to wrap the show. I'm going to tell you who won the whole games because I have to tabulate all the scores. You're listening to Radio Irregardless and we'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and I have tabulated all the scores. I've tabulated all the scores. Chris got three right for How Do You Take Direction and got none right for sounds like sex but kim got one right for <laughs> sounds like sex and nobody got anything else so as far as i'm concerned chris you win you win you win, and we, that's it. And Jason just popped on last minute, which, of course, now I'm wrapping the show. 
I'm going to go. Hey, everybody, congratulate Jason. He's, uh, he started a new job. He's got to go down to Philly for training, and then he comes to Boston, and he's got a great job, and uh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, hello from Philly. Oh, you're in Philly. You know, I'm going to try. I'm going to trek down there as soon as maybe as soon as it gets a little warmer because I've been to Philly when it's cold and it's not my friend. <laughs> so, but they're they're uh, you fly in and then you, their train station is in the fucking airport, baby. It's like you don't have to, like here. You got to take a bus or a shuttle. There you don't. It's just your walk. It is warmer. Oh, it is warmer there. Yes. So we're going to do that. That's what we're going to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap the show. It has been fun. Hey, I welcome you guys. It is so it is so good to have you around. Let me tell you, this coming weekend, I'm not doing uh, much. I got, I'm prepping for next week's show. But if you turn on the radio, 104.9 on Sunday morning. Let me write this down. 104.9. Uh, there's a show on, on 104.9 called Curtain Up with... Ori, it's Ariella Nelson. Oriella? It's Oriella. I think it's or- Aurelia. I can't even say her first name. I think it's Aurelia. Aurelia Nelson, yes. And it's going to be going from 9 to 9.30, and I will be on that show promoting the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival because it's got to do with performing arts and blah, 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 blah. So uh, tune in and listen to my broadcast on 104.9 right out of Beverly. It's a fantastic station. I, they, they were very nice. I did some promo, uh, promo with them. I actually might be giving away some tickets. I don't know uh, because I don't know how it's going to work, but we'll see what happens. So, hey, guys, if as always you want to be a sponsor, you want to be part of the show, you just call up. Uh, the hotline 978-219-9294 you want to email me do it radio regardless at gmail.com next week it's going to be a little tricky I got a corporate thing a corporate gig during the day so I may not be doing a show but if I do I'm going to get one of the comics from the Salem Comedy and Spirit Festival guys happy 2017 we'll see you soon this has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Just